Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> That's your name, Ethan. That is my name. <laughs> for Ethan's sake. Lore Boys here from one gym to another. Uh, my name is James Miller, and I am joined with Ethan Palmer. You can call me Earth. I got dibs on Earth because Jamie already had Jim, so I figure Peter's going to get stuck with Worm now. Yeah, as far as I know, there's a character named Pete in the cartoon. Uh, it's Peter o- Peter O'Donohue digging through my beard and finding gray hairs. Time to die. <laughs> <laughs> there is a, a, a character named Pete, and it's a cute pink puppy. That's it. Yeah. Not a worm, I'm a pink puppy. Petey pink puppy Poponapoo. <laughs> okay, what kind Follow of cute animal is the Ethan character in this uh in this series? I was I saw Jim, I saw Pete, and I was hoping we'd find an Ethan. Yeah, good enough, let's do it. Let's make the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not forgetting anybody. <laughs> uh you can you can be the final boss of the first game, Queen Slug for a butt. Okay, well I am known by that in some circles, so that's that's cool. fine by me. Yeah. Cool, cool. So uh, let's dive right in, guys. We're going to talk about Earthworm Jim. Uh, this is a game that I played one and two. I used to rent it from Blockbuster uh, down. Uh, I played it on the Genesis. Okay, and, Phil uh, Collins. I'm following you. Yeah, uh, I'd sit cross-legged on my mom's bed and play on the little TV in her room until it was bedtime at 8 p.m. or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> this, I played this quite young, but I really, really love this series. I played it on Genesis at well, as well at my uh, buddy Adrian's place across the street, who I have definitely mentioned on this show before because he's the guy who introduced me to video games. Okay, very cool. Did you play it all, Ethan? No, I've played the, I've played the first level. I've not beaten the first level. Um, okay. I actually have it on my Raspberry Pi, which I have out right beside me on my desk. I have oh, it cool. set up to play games, and I played half of the first level, maybe, and I was like, ah, I'm going to do something else. <laughs> it only gets less. much harder. <laughs> yeah. I never beat the submarine level in the first game. No, yeah. So we're the the way that we're going to do this is we're going to talk a little bit about how uh, Earthworm Jim came to be created. Then we're going to do a run-through of the whole first game, the whole second game, and then we'll completely forget about the third game because it never happened. Oh, okay. that's easy enough. Like canonically, yeah. it never happened, or it was just bad. Uh, it, or... changed, it changed studios' hands. Yeah. Uh, they got bought out, and then they reassigned it to a different studio and had the original studio work on a different series of games. And that was whenever all the games were switching from two D to three D, and it was just executed very poorly. Right. Oh, do they have like one of those like stillborn? like 3d games for the n64 yeah yeah oh, hell yeah <laughs> like 15 <laughs> levels but it really doesn't hold up and then it came out at the same time as super mario 64 and then it's just so so much worse so it just couldn't compete on they so got, many levels they got ea'd yeah okay. oh yeah gotcha. Uh, in a video I was watching, they're saying like the rights are still up for grabs, and maybe EA will buy it for like pennies on the dollar and just puke out another version of the game one of these days. Why don't we buy it? Why don't we buy like, the canon for Earthworm Jim? 
Dude, yeah. I'd love that. <laughs> Reality. How much money? Be- do, how much money we got? <laughs> <laughs> well, that depends on our listeners at home. This is not actually an episode. This is a pledge drive. So pick up those phones and dial in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before the games, uh, we're going to start with uh, Playmates Toys. Uh, They actually found success with the license for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so they had the license for those toys. Wow. Those those would be lucrative toys. (laughs) Yeah. So they had some pocket change, and they're like, let's start our own franchise. Okay. So inspired by Sonic uh, and Sonic the Hedgehog 2, they decided that they wanted to start the franchise video game first and then go to toys as a really rare approach at the time oh was it really? how many sonic toys came out before the genesis game no they said they wanted to do it like sonic so sonic would have been the same formula right yeah i guess sonic like yeah they released the game there's really popular game then they could franchise off that yeah. but rather okay, yeah. than yeah I guess they're counting on the toys coming out of this game so they're designing the game to create the toys it would have been not like okay. like the gi joe game or the Barbie game, I guess. Right. Or Transformers. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, supposedly. Yeah. That was a comic, though, wasn't it? It was probably a lot of stuff, but it was definitely a toy before it was a video game. Okay, yeah. The more popular approach was probably take make a Saturday morning cartoon, like Transformers or something, so you could create toys after it. Uh, and instead of doing a cartoon, they just did a video game first. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so from there, the game's design actually started with the creator Doug Tenapple. Okay, great name. <laughs> yeah, he had to kill. Yeah. He had to kill Doug Nine Apple to get that name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Doug Tenapple, he's like the heart and soul of Earthworm Jim. Anytime he's been connected to a project, like the first game, the second game, and the TV show, uh, it's been like really true to its spirit. Like this wacky acid trip, kind of crazy early '90s feel. Um, anytime okay, they take cool. him off. It kind of sucks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he presented it to a company called Shiny Entertainment. Okay. And a guy named David Perry, who is uh, the second guy that really makes the heart and soul of Earthworm Jim, uh, took it on. And uh, just based okay. on a, a drawing of a worm in a spacesuit, basically. <laughs> now, Earthworms, to my knowledge, have five hearts so who are the other three guys we're going to be covering <laughs> they have four hearts according to the cartoon when i watched today oh yeah he's or no four brains actually he's like i what do i want to do one's like i'm hungry and the other was like I, there's a girl there the other one like they all just had useless things to say <laughs> they all had very like animal animal ideas yeah. thirsty yeah. horny scared basically yeah exactly four okay, brains good. not a thought to rub between them huh <laughs> just looking for thoughts not having them <laughs> yeah so david and perry he's super impressed with this he takes it on and uh they start to build the game and doug Tenapple back in the early 90s like you didn't you weren't just like uh i'm in charge of pro- production i'm in charge of testing he did like everything yeah, yeah. he did the yeah. game design the level ideas he even voiced jim's character nice. oh and- he's the guy who says groovy yep Fuck yeah. I, I will say uh, a modern equivalent to this because I've been playing a lot of Hades recently. Like the CEO of Supergiant voices Zagreus and like 12 other characters. No way. Game. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. And like you, you if you watch the credits, it's just like one guy has like 12 characters, then like a couple people have two characters, then there's like four people with one character. He just voices most, <laughs> most of the people in that game. That's really Who cool. He voices Skelly. It's him. 
It's him. Oh, he voices yeah, Zagreus. Right. He voices Hades. He voices Skelly. He voices Thanatos. I think he voices. <laughs> oh no, not Thanatos, but he voices a couple people. I love Skelly, dude. <laughs> hey there, kiddo. Uh, boy, got a new weapon up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Ten April, he works at the game design level ideas. Jim's character and Perry and the other programmers create the other characters and game mechanics. Okay. Uh, the resulting game would be the original Earthworm Jim. Uh, for those who haven't played it, it's a 2D side-scrolling platformer with elements of a running gun. You have a little blaster. Yeah. Uh, you control Jim and maneuver him through the level while avoiding stuff. It's like a platformer. Don't get hit by the enemies. Now, uh, do you control Jim or do you control his suit? You control <laughs> Jim because you are separated from the suit more than once with that throughout the two games. I see. It, okay. And you have to get back to your suit. Okay. Um, yeah, so you can also whip enemies with your own head. Like, you pull it out of the suit. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's chameleon. It's great. <laughs> yeah. For anyone who hasn't seen it, this Earthworm Jim is an earthworm in a power suit, basically. Yeah. Yeah. One of my uh, favorite little details in rewatching the gameplay is when he, like, does monkey bars or, like, shimmies along a chain. Because he has a gun in one hand, he uses the top of his head as a knot and his other arm. Yeah, yeah. So he doesn't, actually put his, <laughs> he doesn't actually put his gun away. He has, like, his two limbs or his... Basically, his forehead and his and his free hand. That's imagine a VR version of that. That would be dizzying. Oh lord! <laughs> <laughs> you got your eyes pointing in different directions because your head is tied in a knot. Like <laughs> <laughs> I have enough trouble with like flowing water in a third person game. I do. I don't want to imagine how fucking dizzy I'd get. Uh, you can also use the whip, which is your head, to grab hold of and swing from certain hooks in the game. So, kind of like Pete mentioned, you can grab onto ladders you can like grab onto a hook and like fling yourself over yeah and then there's other mechanics depending on the level which we'll get into as i plan on talking about every single level at least a little bit in earthworm gym one and two cool. it's an audio playthrough basically it's an audio let's play is what we're doing today all right cool exactly i shoot yeah i shoot i press the shoot button shoot button, okay please. shoot button all right roll the dice <laughs> <laughs> i don't have my dice on me Okay. okay. Where's Orson Welles? I want him to make people in the United States think that earthworms and spacesuits are attacking. <laughs> <laughs> so originally it was released on the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis, although there's a bunch of re-releases, uh, special versions. I think there's a PS3 remake even with a four-player co-op. Fuck but, yeah. Yeah. But mostly we're just going to focus on the SNES and Sega Genesis. If you just go into YouTube and you type in uh, Earthworm Jim lore, there's a guy who goes through every single level and also talks about every single version of the game. So if you're looking to buy it, uh, he has the best ways to get it and all this type of stuff. This is Dave 11 Apple. He's the next <laughs> successor to the, to, to the Jim throne. When, you get, when uh, you get past 10, you change your name from Doug to Dave, too. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that was first name. <laughs> So Earthroom Jim, it, it really looks a lot like a playable Saturday morning cartoon. Uh, it's really, it's animated. There's funny animations like uh, Peter mentioned. Uh, Doug Tenapple had already worked on the cartoon Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Uh, if you've ever oh, heard of that. Yeah. Heard of it in a very, yeah. uh, very esoteric sense. <laughs> yeah. He also worked on games like Jurassic Park, The Jungle Book, Ren and Stimpy, Stimpy's Invention. I played all three of those on the Sega Genesis. Uh, as That's like a Jurassic Park game. Fucking slaps. I, I, yeah. I played it on SNES. I'm not sure if it was the same one, but I definitely played Jurassic Park on SNES. Uh, all I remember is as a child, it was too hard for me. Yeah. Yes. 
There was the the Alan Grant levels and the Raptor levels, and I could never get past the T Rex. <laughs> so I just play Donkey Kong instead. <laughs> the marketing campaigns were like just as wacky as the game. We haven't really got into how wacky it is, but you'll see it is. I keep using the word acid trip because it's the only thing I can think of that would combine all the things it does. But one of the You're promising our listeners some whack though, right? <laughs> Too. One of the band commercials has a live action, like a real granny, just sitting in front of the TV eating a bowl of worms, like real worms. And she's like watching Earthworm Jim, and like all the worms are like crawling and squirreling in her mouth. They really look like real worms. I'm not sure they had the CGI back in the day. They wouldn't um, have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the game came out in 94, uh, so it, it would be a background then. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Jurassic but, Park. On that note, came out in 1993, and that game's that 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 movie still looks fucking great. But a lot true. of the dinosaurs are robots. Right. Yeah, yeah, all of them. There was no. There was like very little CGI. Steven Spielberg was super against CGI for a long, long time. Right. Good. Um. Yeah. I, but I mean, could they have been rubber worms? They're like moving on their own accord, and like they keep doing it, showing close shots of the the worms in the bowl, and then hanging from her mouth. I'd assume and... the the worms in the bowl were real worms. I would assume the the worms in her mouth were fake, and then she, maybe they have like lever action. So if when she bites the rubber worm on one end, the other end kind of like wiggles. Yeah, I didn't I didn't put a magnifying glass to it, but it looked realistic. How sure. many Jim Henson puppeteers were involved in yeah. making <laughs> is is basically one it. puppeteer for every worm in her mouth. Yeah, yeah. Doug, Doug one apple through nine apple were all little people <laughs> inside of her mouth pulling the worm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's start the story off. Um, Jim was not always uh, Earthworm Jim. At one point, he was just an earthworm. Maybe his name was Jim. Who knows? But he was just a little old worm. Okay. And there was a spaceship flying through space as they do and uh a villain the main villain of uh the whole series is called psycho and it's a crow in a yellow space suit with a, a beer belly and a gun with a hook on the end of it okay all right yeah so i recognize him you there's like bonus levels where you race him right yes it, we're gonna get into that in between okay. every level you have to race psycho or um and if you lose the race you have to do a little fight scene with him or if you win the race you just get to go to the next level okay cool yeah yeah so psycho is making his way across space i guess he's racing some other worm and uh he has precious cargo namely uh an advanced super space suit that falls out of his his ship and it hurdles towards i guess is earth it's not really specified but well it's earthworm jim He's not Marsworm, yeah. Jim, idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do mention um, in the, there's like a, a quiz later and they ask, where's Jim from? And it, the three choices you have are all from places on Earth. Although that quiz is really nothing to to, to count on because there's a lot of weird things in there too that are definitely lies. So, it's, <laughs> will, this, will this count as SAT prep for me? I'm, uh, I'm doing some studying recently. <laughs> Yes, it will. Okay, it will. Good, yes. Good. Yeah. There is there is a metaphor like a something is to this as a something is to oh, this. Yeah. And, oh uh, yeah, Barney Gumble does that in the in the in the Simpsons. He's just like effervescence is his answer. <laughs> Speaking of the Simpsons, um, in the show um, of Earthworm Jim, the same guy who voices Homer voices Earthworm Jim. Dan Castellaneta. Yeah. Exactly. He's also the genie in Aladdin 2 and in the animated series of Aladdin. Back when he was affordable, I'm sure. 
Yeah. <laughs> so still now we have uh, Psycho flying through the air. He lost his suit. It's hurtling towards Earth. And um, a little worm is poking his head out uh, in the morning. I guess the early worm gets the suit or whatever. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. Early worm uh, gets the space suit. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and a so, blaster to blast those damn birds. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as he starts poking out, the spacesuit lands neck down right on top of him. A spurk? <laughs> And he it becomes a part of this, or not becomes a part of the suit, but the suit gave him extraordinary strength. Uh, it helps him evolve. He didn't have eyes before, and then he has two misshaped human-like eyes mm-hmm. afterwards. And it gives him the wits to control uh, this new suit. Nice. Okay. Now, I don't know if you're going to get into this. Psy Crow, is he a regular Earth or perhaps Martian crow inside a super suit <laughs> that makes him intelligent? Is it the it's- suits that do this to Earth animals or... They uh, maybe it mentions it in the show because uh, I know a lot of the lore is introduced in the show. It doesn't mention it in the games. Okay, well, lore boys canon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was it is a it, race of super intelligent spacesuits that cannot pilot themselves for whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There, there was a there was a turtle wearing a tuxedo who was flying by in his spacesuit spaceship yeah. and dropped a spacesuit yeah. on a bird yeah. who then turned yeah. into Psycho and yeah. Does it go with like the the chain of of like animals eating each other? Because a crow would eat a worm. What would eat a crow? Well, a turtle. That's, that's why I said turtle. Yeah. Turtles eat crows. A uh, crow eating turtles do. <laughs> All the time. Bird, bird hunting turtles. You've never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. Yeah. yeah, your little quiz is not the only thing teaching people today, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to sail through the fucking SATs after this episode, let me tell you. <laughs> bird is to worm as crow-eating turtle is to bird. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so Jim needs a main mission now. This is a video game, so... Uh, they introduce a character <laughs> named Princess What's-Her-Face. And okay. she's like a curvy uh, Sega Genesis model uh, that her name is is a joke based on how the princesses in other games seem to have no real autonomy or like choices in the game. And they're just oh, good. the goal for the male. So I mean, that's why it's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's Princess What's-Her-Face because it doesn't really matter what her name is because she's Doug just there for the male. Yeah. Yeah, first, <laughs> the first video game feminist. <laughs> It was a dig at Mario specifically. I was, I mean, that was the first one that came to mind too. It's Clearly, like, yeah, yeah. Because Donkey Kong doesn't save a princess; he saves bananas. Yeah, true. I mean, Dan- Sonic is Donkey Kong originally kidnapped the princess. Was the one kidnapping the princess, right? right. Yeah. So he's got a restraining order. So that's why the game is about something else. Yeah, bananas. <laughs> Yeah, Sonic and Tails are clearly in a relationship already, so there's no princess there. Yeah, no, they sometimes uh, they t- sometimes swing with Shadow. I'm pretty sure. But... Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that's fine, but Shadow's not royalty. He's one of multiple clones. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And Knuckles. No, you don't. You don't want to know what Knuckles does with those Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it. Uh, I'm always uh, thinking it. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking of what Knuckles could or couldn't do to me. Those big, those big mitts. Yeah, yeah. Jim, Jim Henson, me Knuckles. <laughs> oh, Christ. All right, let's dive into some of the levels of the first game and uh, their wacky style. So I know Peter watched uh, the playthrough of the first level, New Junk City, uh, today. Yeah. Yeah. 
which so, I've personally played through dozens of times because I was terrible yeah. at that game and had to restart it constantly. Yeah. Here oh. you have to fight your way through a junkyard riddled with tires and other discarded trash. I think Ethan tried it too, right? Yeah, this this one's familiar to me. And and like I said, I don't. Maybe I beat it once and I I got to the second level on my Raspberry Pi, but I don't remember the second level at all. So I guess I never realized that this is like a true game over game, like games in the '90s used to be. Because Peter was saying yeah. he had to play it a bunch of times. So I guess if you game over, you go back to start. Yeah, in the PS3 version, the one with the four-player co-op, they added a password system like Mega Man X. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that wasn't around for when we were playing it, mostly. Damn. Hardcore. Yeah. So you start off, and one of the very first things you have to do is you have to whip this fridge that's hanging up, and it falls down onto a piece of wood, and it launches a cow straight into the air. In all caps, it says, cow launched on your <laughs> <laughs> Right. And remember that because that's important. That'll come back. Also, later. the music in New Junk City, absolutely, it's a banger. All the music is great. Uh, if you're going to listen to it, try and find the not the Super Nintendo version, but the Sega Genesis version because it had a better sound card and it could play. There's like whole parts of the songs that are not included in in that's like the lead sounds and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we launched the cow. Remember that it comes back later. Uh, then you have to fight a bunch of, like, an animated trash can. And then, like, this junkyard worker who, who vomits, like, full li- living fish. Out yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, like, he's hooked up to, like, a crane thing. And he's going back and forth on the top of the screen. And you have to dodge the fish while also shooting at him. Okay, okay. Fair. Fair, I guess. I saw that boss fight today. You, you can also do damage to him by, like, hitting him in the ass with crates that you bounce off, like, a sproing thing from, like, <laughs> okay. like a spring platform. Maybe that's actually how you kill him. I, I didn't actually look into it. I just saw the fish vomiting animation, and I assumed yeah. you had to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so once you beat this, this this worker, and at the end of every level, like I said, uh, Jim pulls out a spaceship. He keeps it in his pocket. Okay, it looks handy. like It looks like just like a jet engine that he kind of throws himself on the top, and there's a couple handles. <laughs> uh, perfectly safe. <laughs> like yeah. uh, how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. Uh, Dr. Yeah. Strangelove, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeehaw. Except Slim Pickens did not have handles on that fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, every at the end of every level, there's a race, and it looks kind of like a long wormhole type thing, and you're going down, and Psycho's there, and you can collect these collectibles to make you go faster or hit things that'll make you go slower. So get the good stuff, dodge the bad stuff. Okay. From what I saw, it's like, it looks like pretty, like, trash-level Mario Kart, though. So, like... You can you pick up all these little orbs and then you hit like a like an atom basically and it like it's like a boost pad. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently these are not too hard according to the guy that I watched who did the playthrough, but he's played it a lot. Yeah, so. that's it. Man who's played yeah. uh thousands of hours of Earthworm Jim says these racing <laughs> levels are not jank and very easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you win the race, you go to the next level and you get to start it. Uh, but if you lose, you have to have a brief fight with Psycho. And uh, yeah, it, this, the fight kind of sucks. So you, you do want to win because you don't want to lose those precious worm lives. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of every level, uh, it shows up on a white screen and uh, Earthworm Jim's there and he says, Groovy. So if you earn the Groovy, uh, you're doing well. Nice. Yeah. Ash uh, from the- Evil Dead as well approves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I also saw that he like, there's like a little Western tune where he like rodeos his jet engine and swings his head around like a, like a lasso. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a lot of cute little animations yeah. in the first one. And then even more in the second one. 
Uh, uh, the next level is called What the Heck, and it's based on hell. Okay, well, it's probably based on heck, right? This is the earthworm situation all over again, where it's the, the words right there, <laughs> <Yeah>. Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how we know it's hell, because the enemies there are demons and lawyers. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that right. Was, was well, I, I'm having fucking flashbacks now. Don't they, like, throw briefcases at you or something? Yeah. They're, like, yeah, yeah. around in their suits with their briefcases. Yes. And it's, like, fiery abyss. Yeah, okay, dude, is oh, so... Man. Is there a through line here where you're in a junkyard, you launch a cow in a low Earth orbit, and then you go to hell? Like, is there a, a story that, that connects those two levels? Or We will be the greatest lore masters ever if we can make a through line for all of this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So Especially the second one, dude. It is off the fucking wall. And it's just... It's just <laughs> it's like, maybe they had, a, they had a nice, like, storyboard, and then they just, like cut it up and like made a deck of cards and shuffled it <laughs> and we're like yeah oh, there we God. go yeah there's like different levels depending on the version you get to ness has an additional level that sega doesn't sega has one that ness doesn't uh future versions of the game have other little like cutscenes and stuff that didn't exist in the other ones uh so depending on what version of the game i guess you'd have to draw a different through line okay yeah. well we'll establish which versions are canon right yeah now. Yeah, the ones and then that... buy the rights as well, so that we could become <laughs> the true arbiters of Earthworm Jim lore. Yeah, I, I follow the Genesis uh, track just because that's what I had experience with. Sure. Good, good, okay, yeah. Um, so what the heck? The soundtrack is uh, muffled elevator music and screams. Okay, because I... hell would be playing elevator music constantly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a very nice old cliche as well. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the first... elevators don't have music anymore. Like, when was the last time you were in an elevator and had music playing? Uh, yeah. Well, because like the there was like those Christian lobbyists who wanted to get it removed because it was bothering them. Uh, I it reminded never, them of never. I'm, heard I'm lying. Yeah. Okay. That never because happened. it's in heck. Dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Obviously, it's because it's in hell. <laughs> but it's in heck because it was bad. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe we should like bring it back or start like live bands in elevators. What do you guys think about that? I mean, <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> I got a trombone. I can just uh, partake for my thirty seconds per day where yeah, I'm in the elevator. I'll, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll bring my I'll, I'll bring my full drum kit with you know I got fifteen toms and two bass and uh, 70, <laughs> 70 cymbals. I'll, I'll I'll whip up that bad boy. We're gonna have to get bigger <laughs> elevators, but hey man, can you leave your header in the in the elevator? I didn't bring mine. My my buddy's car was too small. Can, <laughs> just, like, can, can, I, just, can I just like bum that for the show? Okay, so the first major fight in Hell is against a snowman, of course. Okay. Uh, How wacky and ironic. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's all that's notable about that. And the the final fight is against it is uh, a cat named Evil. So it's Evil the cat. And you can see its silhouette in the background the whole time you're fighting through. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, the way the, the art style is, like, there's, like, a backdrop and then there's, like, the foreground where you have the stuff you can actually touch. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a lot of those old games. So you can always see Evil the Cat's silhouette in the background, just, like, on a ledge around the fiery stuff, laughing away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, at the beginning of this fight, you fall out of your suit for the first time in the game. And you have to be just your little wriggly worm self and dodge a bunch of fireballs until something happens and your suit falls back to reach again. Nice. So the suit gave him permanent power. It does not empower the worm while he's wearing it. It mutated him and he's still Jim. Yeah, right? he's, he seems to be like coherent enough whenever he's outside okay. the suit. He, does, he doesn't lose his eyeballs at the very least. Yeah. Even in hell where they might boil over, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although there's a snowman, so maybe it's not that hot. True. Yeah, it's all it's all that like uh you know, like the fan with the, the the streamers on it to make it look like fire when you're doing like a stage play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all paper. <laughs> yeah. Hell, um, hell, so is, hell is a a low quality production stage play. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So after you get your suit back, it kind of goes to a different stage and uh, it's all dark in the background. There's no more of the fire and the cat will emerge out of the darkness and you have to shoot the cat before it hits you. So you have to be ready to shoot from whichever direction it's going to pop out at. Okay. And every time you kill it, uh, it has nine lives. When you shoot it the first time, uh, you see a little ghost with a one on its chest go up, two, three, four, until you kill it all the nine times for its nine lives. Oh, I do remember this so much. Like, I haven't seen... I didn't watch this far on YouTube today to, like, prep for the episode, but you are bringing back, like, at this point, 20-year-old memories <laughs> to, to, a, to a little Peter right now. If you... Yeah, it, and and so, if you could spark my memory, because it's been a while since I've done this. If you kill something in hell, do you force it to go to heaven? Uh, I think cats just go back to the, the neutral part, like, go back to Earth. Okay. Just, yeah, so you, just, you restore it to life. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, though. I haven't killed a cat in hell before. Yeah, no, that sounds familiar, though. That does sound, that sounds right. Yeah, Sounds right. If you listen to the Inferno episodes that we did, I'm pretty sure Dante <laughs> explains how to get a cat out of hell. <laughs> <laughs> cat out of hell. Meatloaf's yeah. new album. <laughs> so I have a quick aside about Meatloaf very quickly. Okay. Um, oh, my dad right. hates Meatloaf. Like, we're um, talking about the singer, not the food, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, and so he used to go on hunting trips with his buddies. I've gone on a couple with him as well, just like rabbit and uh, partridge hunts. Um, and at some point, this was before I started going with him. At some point, because they knew that he hated meatloaf, they like cranked up the radio in the cabin they had rented, him and his friends, and then started playing meatloaf on cassette. And obviously, <laughs> after you after you go hunting, you get fucking drunk. And it's sure. just a cabin full of men with guns and they're all wasted so my dad when they were playing euchre fucking stops calmly walks over to the radio pops out the cassette throws it out the front door and then shoots it with a shotgun (laughs) (laughs) i've heard that meatloaf bat out of hell is referenced to one whenever you see someone with a record collection maybe not today's record collection but back in the day someone always just had meatloaf bat out of hell somewhere in that collection oh yeah (laughs) whether you wanted it or not it was just there (laughs) Yeah, does Earthworm Jim get the motorbike from that cover? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Whenever we make our game, he sure will. Oh yeah. <laughs> so next up is down the tubes, and this is an underwater level, but you're not swimming. It's like you're in tubes, hence down the tubes. Uh, so you can see through these like glass tubes that you're walking through. Um, there's these floating brain-like things all over. Uh, iterations of the boss uh, for the level. So there's like a goldfish, which is the final boss, and he's held by a huge burly cat. Uh, okay. Just because, I guess. A lot of cats in this. Yeah. Uh, then you have to get past mines in the level, and at one point, like you keep walking down the tube, and you keep getting blown up by mines. Like, how do I do this? Uh, you have to go back, and then you have to get a hamster, and you have to ride a hamster, and the hamster eats all the mines in the path so you don't get blown up. Well, duh. I mean, that seems yeah. very obvious to me. Yeah. This is beyond my tiny child brain. I never got past <laughs> this level. I have never yeah. seen the hamster. Yeah, me neither, man. Uh, then after that, you do have to go through um, 
this maze basically uh and it goes up and down not only left and right like most uh, platformers kind of focus on uh, where you are in this circular bubble i guess it's kind of like a hamster ball but it has these little jets on the bottom and you have to navigate your way through it on a sega genesis or nes controller without bumping into the walls i pray yeah. for you yeah <laughs> it yeah. sucks it's really really hard to do even the guy who put thousands of hours in earthworm gyms like i don't like this part <laughs> yeah. i don't like this it's like, yeah, but once you- <laughs> it's like it's like watching Aladdin speedrunners when they get to the the flying carpet thing in the uh, when you're flying out of the cave after you grab the lamp, uh, yeah. and, and all of them are just like, yeah, this is bullshit, and it's mostly just random luck on which direction you choose to go because nobody has the reaction time <laughs> to react to it. <laughs> David Perry, uh, so Doug Tenaple's partner, actually worked on that Aladdin game. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, oh, we found the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so once you finally get to the end of it, you do get to a final boss, which is the goldfish named Bob the Goldfish. Okay, uh, good. But he doesn't have his burly cat carrying him around this time. Uh, he's, I guess to reward you for going through that ridiculous maze, he's just on a table, and you just got to go up and whip him once, and then the goldfish falls over, <laughs> and you beat the boss. <laughs> no, it is, it is, That's great. Maybe that, Now, maybe this is symbolic, or maybe I'm reading too much into this, but it's like, so cats don't eat worms right and you you've killed a cat uh men don't traditionally eat worms even when suspended from cranes and vomiting fish they t- traditionally don't eat worms uh right. but fish do you put a worm on your on your hook so this is this is symbolic of how advanced earthworm jim is the fact that the fish <laughs> is the first enemy to not give him any problems right and this has been my ted talk on earthworm yeah <laughs> he's, this is this is That's the why he's wearing he... jeans and a blazer yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, th- this is the proof that he's higher evolved than than a worm. It's not just, it's not it's very just, symbolic. Yeah. yeah, okay. And it's his first, the first one of his prey that he's defeated, and then we're getting like close to halfway through the game, and his his last foe is going to be a crow, right? Which is another thing that eats worms. So that is something that eats worms. Yeah. But also something that eats fish, crows. Crows can use tools as well. Crows and they eat nuts. Crows are very smart, and they're surprisingly big when you get see one up close. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So the next level is a really short one. It's called Snot a Problem. Okay. Uh, very good. Very funny. Yeah. Uh, you start at the top of a green pit that kind of has like jagged edges all the way down, and it probably has enough room for maybe six or seven bodies across of it. And it's just this really, really deep pit, and you have okay. a bungee... And you jump down, and you're bungeeing next to the boss of this level, Major Mucus. I like your fucking, like, 19th century sailor form of measurement. Like, six or seven bodies. Ah, yes. A whole six men men abroad. (laughs) Scale is is really weird. Because he's a worm, right? So he goes in intestines later, because his suit must be small next to a, a person. So it's... It's oh, so you're seven. saying this pit is huge because it's six people across and this guy can fit in an intestine. Well, yeah, maybe that person <laughs> wasn't the right word. <laughs> I said bodies. I said bodies. Yeah, yeah true. Bodies of Earthworm Jim. Uh, Earthworm Jim. Okay. Jimbities. Yeah. Uh, anyways, measurement aside, you're trying yeah. to fight uh, Major Mucus, who he's also bungeeing next to you on a giant snot strand. And okay. at the bottom, there's like these uh, teethy monsters. So you don't want to like land in the wrong spot at the bottom or else you get all toothed up right. but you're also trying to go up and down and bounce uh the boss major mucus into the side of the wall as he is trying to do to you okay so, oh okay it's like the the battle toads thing 
like swinging side to side, take damage on the wall. Yeah, and it's honestly not that hard, uh, and it's really short. Once you get the hang of it, uh, this is probably the shortest level yet. You just gotta okay. knock him into the walls a couple times, you get the victory. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, level 5, this is probably the most normal uh, platforming level up to this point. There's no real gimmicks. Um, you just go through what it looks like a spaceship area, and you kill the enemies and do the platforms. Uh, but the final boss is Professor Monkey for a head. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I posted in general. I don't know if, if you saw Ethan, I but it's it. it's like um a professor up to about eye level, but then the eyes are shared with a monkey that is upside down on his head. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so like the the boss runs along the ceiling because the top of his head is a monkey, so he's able to like run along the oh, ceiling. I see. Okay. But he's all okay. angly down there. That is How would you horrifying. It? It's hard to describe. No, no, yeah. I mean that's that's pretty good. The man's head is a, a monkey's whole body, uh, and on that that monkey has an upside down face on the top of its head, which is also the man's face. Yeah. So the eyes are just like the the shared part. If you were to like Photoshop line up a monkey and a, a human, but the monkey's upside down, and you put their eyes together, it's kind of I don't know. There's like I mean, a guy with a chair face uh, from Freakazoid, and I, for some reason, always kind of link these two guys together. <laughs> so uh, the the Earthworm Jim show is compared to Freakazoid in a lot of people's minds, like the style of humor and stuff. Yeah, I, I remember seeing them both infrequently because I didn't have cable. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I don't know what a, Freakazoid is, so. I think they're both American shows. Like, we in Canada, we only got them later. I never saw the Earthworm mm. Jim one. Mm. But, Anyway. Freakazoid is from the Animaniacs. He's like a superhero. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Animaniacs, same uh, comedy style as well, too, I've heard. Yeah. But that one. So the professor, yeah. Professor runs back and forth with his monkey head uh, on the ceiling, and you're underneath trying to deal with the professor side of him. And once you beat him, you get to go to the next level for Pete's sake. Oh, uh, I think I'm going to be in this level. <laughs> <laughs> that's your name ethan that is my name <laughs> for ethan's sake <laughs> yeah so this is an escort mission and honestly for the time it's like a really cool mechanic and a really cool level i was uh, gonna say a fucking genesis escort mission sounds like cancer though yeah. like, like really bad they added in one of the versions of the game they added like another escort mission where you have to get this blind like lizard monster to where it needs to go so you have to get close enough that it smells you then it like smells a couple times then moves forward and you have to get it to go through walls and stuff and that one was really bad but this one as long as you're playing by the rules it seems to go pretty well okay yeah so you have to bring a puppy named pete across the whole level and uh there's a few mechanics there's asteroids that are coming down so you have to shoot the asteroids so they don't hit the puppy you can shoot the puppy to make it duck or you can whip the puppy to make it jump so uh, there's like a lot thing man. yeah <laughs> so many layers yeah there's seesaws all over too so sometimes the seesaw will lead it right down into like a pit so you have to get there first and hop on the level so it like changes the position of the seesaw so the puppy will walk up to the right level okay oh uh, this is classic uh, saturday morning cartoon like baby crawling babysitter is this is a, like another animaniacs bit where yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh my god no you need to put like the board of wood in front of the baby so he doesn't fall off the cliff sort yeah. of thing yeah. rather than grabbing yeah. the baby it struck yeah, me as exactly. very like 
Mr. Magoo-esque where the puppy's just kind of going about its life yeah, yeah. and you're it's walking at like a leisurely pace and you're just running back and forth like shooting things like whipping it so it jumps setting up the next part so you're like frantically trying to get it there to the right place but it's so innocently right. moving along <laughs> this yeah. being Ethan the puppy as we've established yeah exactly <laughs> uh, this level's really hard uh, also if if uh, Pete or Ethan the puppy get hurt it turns into a monster and then like knocks you back a couple screens and takes some of your life. So not only do you lose your life total, you have to do this part again. Damn. Yeah. That's a risk of babysitting. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes the baby gets hurt, turns into a monster and makes you relive the past 20 minutes of your life. Yeah. (laughs) Parents don't believe you and you get your 20 bucks in a popsicle at the end of the night, no matter what, doesn't matter. (laughs) Well, because you're getting paid hourly and you're like, no, actually, I got hit back three times. I should get an extra hour. And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Please leave. Can you make more? Can you make OT if you relive the past? I I would argue yes. But my the the child that I babysit, their parents say no. So, yeah. (laughs) yeah. Uh, They don't let you if you fast forward time, because every time I take a nap, they don't pay me for that. So. That's bullshit. So it seems consistent <laughs> that if you double live the time, then... Okay, yeah. I see. Yeah. Um, so it's a really iconic Earthworm Gym level. Uh, it was really well done for 1994. There wasn't a lot of like escort missions, and it was a cool gimmick that really... Uh, it was fun. It tied things together well. Cool. Uh, uh, interesting thing to note, uh, Super Nintendo had a blue color palette for that level. Sega Genesis had a red level. Uh, no idea why. Why not? They were just different colors for well, different it's, systems. It's yeah. funny that Sega Genesis had the red for Mario and Super Nintendo had the blue for Sonic. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Cute. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was a 10 apple troll. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. A lot of this seems like it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the calm game. Like, this is weird, but it gets even weirder in the second one. Oh, that's uh, true. I forgot that. We're, this is still just baby steps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Intestinal Distress is the next uh, level where somehow from escorting a puppy on the surface of a planet that doesn't look like Earth, um, you're now inside of something that's much bigger than you. And you need to dodge debris that's shooting down the intestines. And there's also flying fish in there. Okay. Well, this is probably the guy who was puking the fish, right? The whole fish. Yeah, you got back oh, to him. Somehow. There we go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is only in the Sega version because Nintendo had a strict policy against blood and gore. It doesn't look very bloody or gory. It just looks like you're in an intestines. But Nintendo said no thanks. Okay. Yeah. Was so, wasn't Mortal Kombat on the uh, Super Nintendo? <laughs> yeah, but it, it was they, a big controversy. They changed right? the color. They changed the color of the blood. It's like gray or blue or whatever. It's sweat oh, instead. Okay. And there's no and there's no fatalities. That's why Mortal yeah. Kombat on Genesis was like the man's version. Yeah, it's because yeah. they, they allowed blood with a code. <laughs> yeah. On N64, I remember I had to go into the settings and turn blood on. And I remember when my mom saw I turned blood on, she wasn't very happy with that. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Someone's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> because beating the shit out of a guy with six arms was fine until red came out of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, other, uh, otherwise, it's just all in good fun. No, no, Bob. <laughs> Bob no, no, Bob. He's an alien. It's red sweat. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so after intestinal distress this one kind of has a a, a through line you go to buttville which is the final level of the first game sounds like my kind of town yeah okay well it sounds like it sounds like queen slug for a butt might might come into play finally right that's right that's right 
Yeah. It's a really dark color palette. It's like really dark blues and blacks. And uh, you're basically going down a really navy, like narrow, narrow, narrow passage that twists and turns and there's spikes on every single wall everywhere. And you have to kind of hover your way down by using your own head as like a helicopter thing. Like you're swinging your own head like a lasso to, 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 to slow yourself down. And you have to worm your way through all these tight, tight passages, which is very, very unforgiving. That uh, sounds like a fucking nightmare. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Especially with the Sega Genesis plastic disc D-pad where you like suggest <laughs> directions to it. Yeah. And at this point, you've been through the whole game too. How many lives do you have left? Who knows? And like, you can't just pick up where you left off if you died too many times. Like, <laughs> the pressure's on. It's brutal. Yeah. Uh, so eventually you make it all the way down. You have to fight through like hordes of flies. Uh, then it gets more left and right rather than up and down. And even then there's spikes everywhere. Uh, but you finally get to the first stage of the final boss. Queen Slug for a Butt. Uh, I have her full name here if you'd like to hear it. I would Please. very much like to hear it. Okay. Ethan, it starts with. We know that much. Okay. Ethan, <laughs> the evil queen, pulsating, bloated, festering, sweaty, pus-filled, malformed slug for a butt. Okay. Yep. And Stands I am, to reason. I am known by that in some circles. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we find out that she's the twin sister of uh, Princess What's-Her-Name, although they don't share the slug booty. Okay. So you gotta, you gotta earn the slug booty. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the first stage of the fight, uh, you only fight her ass. You don't even see her face. Nice. It's just sticking through the middle <laughs> of the screen. <laughs> and there's like uh, kind of like logs down a river, but it doesn't look like logs down a river. There's just platforms flying by all the time. And you have to jump to the right ones. Okay. okay. Uh, it's just like rocks that are flying by. And you have to dodge what's coming out of her ass while also making sure you're landing on the next platform while shooting it all the time. Gotcha. Uh, this. This part's actually harder than fighting her face. This is like the real hard part of the last boss. Uh, Then once you get to her head, there's just uh, a platform going around like a clock around her head. And if you just completely have enough bullets and unload the whole time, you'll stun lock her the whole time. So it's pretty easy. Ah, some of that classic 90s QA. Yeah. Yeah. As long as... As long as you're good at, at like aiming the right direction while going around her, basically, yeah. Fine. I mean, it's it's easy as long as you don't waste bullets and had enough bullets to begin with, right? Otherwise, yeah. I, I bet it's pretty freaking annoying. Yeah, because if I recall, when I was a child and was terrible at this game, if you run out of ammo in this game, you're fucked, right? Oh yeah, very unforgiving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of ways to pick it up. Like I think there's uh, flies in the room before the butt that kind of spawn endlessly. But if you uh, waste too much on her butt, you won't have enough for her face, as the old saying goes. As the old saying goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so you beat, the, you beat her, the final boss of this level and of the game. And it's finally time to save Princess What's-Her-Name. So awesome. You walk up, and it's kind of like uh, you approach on the left side of the screen, and she's on the right side of the screen on a cliff overlooking the water, and she's beautiful. You have like a your head turns into a wolf. You do the awooga, the heart pumps out Classic. the chest. Okay, yeah, excellent. Yeah. Okay, up the floor a bunch of times. In the one of the remastered versions, they like Hit double the hammer. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> they doubled the length of the animation and added more to that. Oh, yeah. One of the beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. beautiful. The entire scene from the mask is, yeah. is, in, <laughs> is in the remaster. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you saved the princess. So you walk towards her. And just like that, the cow that you launched for the first level falls down and crushes her. Oh, nice! <laughs> Man, I, I've been wondering. I've been wondering where he was going to come back. I thought maybe it'd be like uh, Earthworm Jim two throwback, and I was like, "Wow, that's like a deep cut." But I love that. <laughs> and it's killer. Yeah, yeah, it kills her. Oh, you just kind of hang your shoulders and you walk off screen, and then the cliff just falls down. The cow and her get washed away into the water. Uh, Earthworm Jim kind of peeks back into the screen <laughs> and grabs her her crown and like looks at it and then walks off with the crown. Oh, he's gonna lose it for forty bucks. Yeah, loots the corpse before she gets washed out by the tide. <laughs> <laughs> that's Holy the end of the game, dude. Well, and, once more, that's pretty symbolic of worms feeding on the corpses of dead, right? Oh, yeah. your royalty's not good here. To the yeah, worm. the only yeah. thing that's left in the end is the crown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the, the crown being symbolism for the monarchy itself, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. in the end, what differentiates me from a queen? It's we're all worm food in the end, dude. Dude, uh, you're, we are going to crush this SAT. This SAT, king <laughs> 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 <Being> chance, <laughs> bro, bro, bro. Seriously, blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Earthworm Jim 2 is next. It came out December 22nd, 1995. Uh, it would be a couple months after my fourth birthday, right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't He's even have the Tower a- of London for killing Princess Diana or whatever the fuck yeah. happened at the end of the last one. <laughs> <laughs> it was Earthworm Jim that did it. Yeah. yeah. He was driving the car. He was driving that car, yeah. Yep. <laughs> This is the last great Earthworm Jim game that was released. Uh, many fans think that this game is better than the original gameplay-wise, but they both hold a special place in the heart. So okay. if you were to only go back and play one, this one will probably be more fun uh, compared to the first. But they're both great. Uh, so the core sense of humor is still present in the game. You still have uh, Doug. You still have Mr. Perry. Uh, the only difference in terms of your character is it's a little bit bigger on the screen, I guess, to be more iconic or something like that, or to, just to, to show off their, their new animations or something. Um, and you have a new sidekick named Snot that gives you more mobility. You can use him to like latch onto ceilings, to launch yourself places. Uh, it's just another tool in the toolbox. And what is he? He's a piece of Snot. Oh, he's just a booger. He's a booger. He's a green booger. (laughs) Is he like, does he float next to you? I've never played this game. To be honest, I didn't know it existed until you started talking about it. Yeah. (laughs) I I don't, like, I haven't played through the game in many, many years, but from the small clips I saw, it looks like he kind of stays in your suit and you whip him out when you need him. That's like a penis. Okay. A a pocket booger. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. As we all have. Mm-hmm. It's like a flashlight. <laughs> yeah. Just the inside of the flashlight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so right off the bat, this game is just kind of crazy. Uh, level one features you in like one of those electric chairs to help people who can't walk get upstairs. Not the killing kind, like the the ones that you sit in. Yeah, that I, I know what you're talking about. Uh, but yeah, I obviously yeah the the mobility the 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 thing that's on a rail on like a spiral staircase yeah. or whatever. Yeah. There's one of those. Obviously, not the killing kind, Jamie. <laughs> not against the old people going upstairs penalty. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get the chair for this, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Thank you. I need one. I'm scared of falling. 
this game's not too kind to the grannies because the whole time you're in that chair, grannies are falling from the top of the staircase and you're dodging them. <laughs> no oh, fucking way. Fucking bad time to take a mouthful of water there. Go through my nose. <laughs> so this is like a gremlins level, basically, right? <laughs> fucking use it her chair and then they just all decide to fucking take the stairs at that exact moment. <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Uh, then after that, you have to carry a bunch of pigs, uh, to different counterweights. It's like a puzzle to put the pigs in the right place, opens the door. Okay. You need to be on. Is this in the same fucking level? Yeah. So the, the guy that I watched really stopped dividing the levels as much, but just kind of showed the highlights along the way. So I, I know it's in the same level, but I don't really know how it trans. Like, how do you get from Granny's falling down the stairs to pigs in the pen? I don't know. I mean, are we going to start asking that question now? Because we gotta, we got to roll the tape back if we're going to start digging in here. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next level is really cool. It has a lot more freedom than games of the time. Uh, you're kind of in mines, but there's only really small air pockets, and there's no clear path. So you have, like, a zap gun that you use to make your own path, and you have to find pockets of air to get to the end of the level. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. It's like dig dug basically. You like do you like tunnel around? Yeah, you can go up, down, left, right, anywhere which way you want to go and it's really up to you. So uh, everyone's going to have a different experience in that level. Okay. Yeah. And at the end uh, a shared experience, everybody fights a maggot on a unicycle. All oh. right. Good. Yeah. Is it Maurice from Freaky Stories? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> <laughs> kind of similar. Is it Maurice from um, Madagascar? Hmm? The King's Advisor uh- Lemur? Oh, could mm-hmm. be. Could be. He likes to move it, move it. <laughs> hmm? Julian does. Maurice, not so much. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the next level I do remember really well from childhood, because I think this is where I got stuck before having to return the game. Uh, That's a classic blockbuster problem that like no yeah. one will ever experience ever again, which makes yeah. me very sad. No. Yeah. Renting games, yeah. man. And not being able to just like say, okay, Google, how do I get through this level? Like you'd have to go find a game fact, then like go through a hundred page document to find the right chapter where you're at, then read that. Hopefully this one guy explained it the way that you experienced it. I, I if rem- you even had fucking internet. Yeah. yeah. So, so we had dial up and I remember finding the uh, Final Fantasy eight strategy guide online and being yeah. like, oh, hit print and just like burning all the paper and ink in my mother's printer at the time because I had no concept of how expensive that was or how many pages yeah. it would take to print. Yeah. I, I, I would ask my mom and I had like a, I had like a folder next to my <clears throat> Sega and my N64 that had the guides that I wanted. And oh, I would yeah. go through with the guide, but I'm it, sure I didn't realize how expensive it was. My mom was very nice to let me do that. That, that strategy guide had three full pages of ascii art at the top too like oh the, yeah the guy who wrote oh, the guide no. his logo and then like the final fantasy 8 logo and then like ascii art of like the two main character or two of the main characters yeah <laughs> oh man those were the days <laughs> uh, uh so the next level i do remember from childhood it didn't really need a guide it was clear what you had to do but it was hard uh it's set up that on the left side of the screen there's psycho so the original bad guy mm-hmm. and he's in a barn and he's throwing puppies out of the top floor window. Okay, hang on a second. We did not defeat Psycho in the first game, right? No, or did I just have a did, did I just blank there? No, no we didn't. We slug for slug a butt. But he's right, yeah. uh, the second game. He's the bad guy that we did okay. defeat. Yeah. Okay. He in in the first game, he's arguably a good guy because he gave you your suit. 
Yeah, and then he he oh, yeah. invites you to fun races and and fist fights if you lose them. Yeah, well, both good things. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna race for slips, you got to put it on the line, Jamie. You got to understand yeah. that. Yeah, you're right. I've never raced for slips. <laughs> <laughs> so this level, you have Sycro. He's on the left side. He's top of a barn. He's throwing puppies out. Pink puppies that look just like Pete. And Jim is on the ground, and he has a giant marshmallow. He's and... just catching puppies. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the game is, like, you have to go scroll across the whole screen, which is kind of quite long, and it takes multiple bounces to get the puppy from one side to the other side. And you have oh. to bounce all the way to safety. Okay. But sometimes I've they'll play more than game. One... Yeah. This is based off a completely unique game that I don't remember the name of, but, like, I've played this actual game. I've never played Earthworm Ethan 2. Yeah. Uh, but I, I have played this particular level, but it's in original state. And yeah, I, so some of the, there'll be three puppies. You got to bounce them all at different different times, yeah. right? So they're yeah. all yeah coming. Down. I what I have you? played a game where my bully was throwing puppies off the roof of a barn one time, and I was doing my best to catch them. <laughs> okay, there we go. It was Yikes. kind of kind of kind of formative for me. <laughs> yeah, Ethan didn't have a, a giant marshmallow. He just had a normal one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> did my best. Now I'm a vegetarian. I'll never wash that blood off my hands. <laughs> oh, that's <fun. laughs> yeah. So I remember this this level so clearly because I think this is where I spent the most time when I'd, I'd rent it again and then just get stuck there again and again. Um, but it also comes back multiple times too. So maybe that's why I remember it because it, it has repetition. But it's a hard level. You bounce enough puppies to the safety, then eventually he'll throw out a bomb instead of a puppy. He got his bomb bag and his puppy bag all mixed up mixed up man yeah Easy and you got bomb back yeah um <laughs> this next <laughs> level threw me for a fucking loop dude. uh the next level is called jim is now a blind salamander and <laughs> okay <laughs> without any real explanation you are now a blind salamander with no suit <laughs> <laughs> oh okay that's fair. You don't even All look right. like you don't look like Jim in any way. Eat eat your heart out, Shyamalan. Okay, this is this is what you call a real twist. Okay, I see dead Mel people. Gibson is no no no. Now the viewer is a, a blind salamander. Okay, now how is it specified that he's blind? Does he have the little cartoony glasses on? And the uh, one? So, so like always, Sunny. You know where they flash the title card? Like after you save the puppies. Oh yeah, it just says. Uh, it's Jim holding his hand, being like, bop, bop, Jim is bop, now a blind bop, salamander. What up, 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 boop, boop. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, you're a blind salamander, and you're swimming through what looks like intestinal caverns. It has all, like, those, um, what are those things called on the inside of your intestilia? Those, like, little... Uh, yeah, cilia is like blood oh, the, vessels in the your little, lungs, I think. The little magic school oh, yeah. bus tendril thingies, right? That like yeah. massage your food? I don't remember. Yeah. What I yeah, do know is it's not the mitochondria. No, that's the powerhouse of the cell. Yeah, that would be the powerhouse of the cell. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so you're going through, you're a blind salamander. You look like a blind salamander. You don't have a little eye. You're just like a little pink thing. And you're going through these intestinal caverns. And inexplicably, there's pinball bumpers everywhere that wants to bump you into the sides that will hurt you. Naturally. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's how you prank a blind person is put a bunch of pinball bumpers around them, right? <laughs> <laughs> Take that, pinball wizard. 
<laughs> that does make oh, sense. Take that pinball uh, wizard. Because that blind, deaf, and dumb kid sure can play a mean pin- he, pinball. He sure yeah. can play a mean pinball. Holy fuck. I wonder if it's Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> so once you swim your way through, uh, you dodge all the, the, the blind pinball bumpers that are trying to get you. Um, These guys were definitely high. They were listening to The Who and just just free-basing heroin and (laughs) developing their psychic game. Yeah, next step of the level, there's no boss. As the blind salamander, you roll up to a game show and there's a guy asking you questions. (laughs) So I I pulled a few questions. Oh, yes. I thought we could play along together. Uh, Don't expect them all to make sense because they definitely don't. Okay. Uh, But just do your best. This will be on the SAT. Always do. This will be on the SAT. <laughs> this is practice, this is practice podcast. Yeah. Uh, so the first question is, when is Jim's birthday? I'll give you A, the day he was born. B, June 9th, 1994. Or C, today if you have a present. Today if you have a present. So I'm going to go, I'm going to lock in C. Okay. I'm going to lock in B, June. Uh, that's one for Peter. One for Oof. Peter. Okay. Hey. Okay. I think this one was a hint at when the game was originally released, and that was that was my assumption. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. That's the one that there actually is something to make sense with. There's not always something to make sense with. Okay. Uh, but next one: if cigarettes cause cancer, what causes Capricorn? A. <laughs> <laughs> Great question. I mean, can I just say that I'm I'm. <laughs> Let me get a pen and paper here. <laughs> yeah, I, I pulled these up on one of those game FAQs with the ASCII at the beginning. It was the mm-hmm. only place I could find all the questions written down. And there's tens of these. So I only pulled a few of them. If you want to go play along at home more, there's many of these that you can wow. play with okay. yeah. uh, So cigarettes cause cancer. What causes Capricorn? A, poor fitting shoes in southern France. B, dental floss. C, one and a half pounds of butter. I'm going to go A. This time. Trying I'm going to go see butter. Peter's 2-0. Oh. Damn, mm, dude. Yeah. I would have thought the dairy lobbyists never would have allowed the game to go to print if, you know, they were they were bashing butter like that. Dude, lobbyists can't get past the pinball wizard. Oh, yeah. The, the, also, the milk mafia is only really a Canadian problem. No, dairy lobby's huge in the States, too. Anyway, we don't got to talk about Doesn't dairy matter. lobby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what is Jim's favorite magazine? A. Annalid Monthly. B. Tiny Elvis Collectors Quarterly. Or C. <laughs> Playworm. I'm gonna say I was hoping there'd be a Playworm, so I will say Playworm. I think it might be Annalid Monthly, but I'm gonna I'll go with Playworm. Okay. I'm gonna go A. I'm gonna do the Annalid one. Three and O. Oh, Peter, have you played this I, game? I would re- not. I really wanted to, so I really wanted to go Annalid Monthly. I was like, that's yeah. too specific. Annalid must be like the type, the type of worm that Jim is, or something. Um, but then I, before you even started listing them, I was like, I really hope there's a, a smut one in here because Jim seems like he likes some smut. I think Jim <laughs> secretly likes Playworm the best, but he just wouldn't admit it in the census, you know? Right, right. Oh well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have not played this, but I mean, uh, I'm a bit of a hack writer myself, so I could make a game in the 90s if I had to. (laughs) So uh, the next one is, how can you easily complete this level? A, press reset. B, follow the path of least resistance. C, what? You're almost done. I mean, this one's hard. C. I'll go B, I guess. 
It's A, it's press reset, which I, if you actually do, it will not save your progress. And so just, what? just send you back to the beginning of the game? <laughs> oh. So they'll tell you that's right, and then it won't work. Oh my god, <laughs> that is sadistic. Oh. Yeah. It's that only kind of qualifies small... as child abuse, honestly. Yeah, That's right? fucked up. Like... <laughs> oh, man. It's only a small chance you can actually get that question, but if someone did, I, that would mess me up so bad. <laughs> There's That's like a bunch... psychomantis shit right there, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was this... just thinking of Metal Gear. I was like, this is yeah. very... Yeah. yeah. There's a bunch of questions that like uh, people just put their own names into. Like They make no sense, but it says like, why does this, this, this? Because Don said so. Because Don just wanted to be in the game somewhere, and that's where he put himself. Gotcha. But, Don's, yeah. Don's the real hack here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the last one that I picked for today, but uh, we can we can surely pull more of these if we ever feel like it. Uh, Mailbag, it, baby. Earthworm Jim yeah. trivia hour. <laughs> uh, coal is to water as light bulb is to A, water, B, coal, or C, wet coal. Okay, wait. Coal is to water <laughs> as light bulb is to water, coal, or wet coal. Oh, I, I gotta assume that there's not a real answer here. So I'm, Wet coal. I'm gonna go coal. Dry coal. Uh, Pete got it. It's wet coal. Yeah. yeah. That so that'll be on the sense, SAT. That does make yeah, sense. Pete, Pete, you did a lot better than I expected anyone to do on these. So. <laughs> Yeah, what is that? I hear four that out of five? Eighty <laughs> percent. <laughs> yep, that was really good. You passed. You can go to worm school. Yay! <laughs> uh, so, I guess like this is really punishing because it's it's really long in the game to get to this point. Well, not really long, but like a few levels, and they're kind of completely nonsensical. So, I guess the only way that you could get these right your first time through is to like either be Pete and know them really well, <laughs> or. Uh, you could kick your mom off the phone to look up gamefacts.com on your Yahoo browser or something. I don't know, man. Oh, you could ask Jeeves, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so next up is a frustratingly hard isometric space level where you need to bounce a bomb balloon all the way to the end of a map and then shoot it to detonate it once you get it to the right place. But there's a lot of things that can blow up the bomb prematurely. Uh, you can also just get killed yourself. It, it's really hard. Okay. Yeah. Uh, after that's another puppy saving level where they just uh, amp up the difficulty and the amount of puppies being thrown from barn windows. Okay. Yep. Uh, then we go back finally to classic platforming after being a, a blind worm in a stomach to a spaceship to saving puppies from a rock and, and a game show. Uh, <laughs> they finally give us what we paid for is uh, classic platforming. Uh, and the gimmick in this one is you have to carry cows back to their homes to get enough milk to fill up the bucket to pull the lever that opens the door. Oh, you may have inadvertently st stumbled on like the dairy lobby problem here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, got, they got their figures all over this game. <laughs> One of the enemies in this zone, which I love, are spaceships uh, that like UFOs that are going around, and instead of the beam me up things, they just have udders that are shooting milk out all the time. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, now I see why they were doing that all that weird cow stuff in the 60s. Uh, now I get it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you beat that level, and all of a sudden you're at the bottom of a giant pit. Uh, so Jim puts his thumb in his mouth, exhales sharply. How many man how many man lengths deep is this pit? Or body lengths deep is this pit? Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's about as wide as the other one. Five or six, I'd say. Okay, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And what's that in football fields? <laughs> 
Probably going to be only a couple yards for an earthworm, wouldn't it? Right, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. as a big ass earthworm. Yeah. That would be very concerning. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tapeworm, my dude. So, to get out of this pit, Jim does what anyone logical would do in a cartoon world. He sticks his thumb in his mouth and exhales sharply to inflate his own head. Yeah, of course. Yep. Good. Now he floats. Yeah, and he floats all the way to the top, and Evil the Cat from the first game is back and throwing things at you, oh. and you have to dodge the things while you're going up. Sure enough, Evil the Cat did return to the material plane. Yeah. Oh, that's true. After yeah. After being killed in hell. Yeah, there we Heck, go. Excuse yeah. me. Good to know. Add we that. really should buy the rights to this fucking thing. We, we're totally <laughs> killing it. <laughs> um, next level is really weird. You're just on a, a mountain of newspaper, and the only enemy is fire. So there's a lot right. of shit. The background is just, like, newspapers, and then the foreground is just piles of newspaper. I don't wow. know. I mean, it's a, sca- it's a scathing commentary on the state of journalism in the mid-90s, I think. This was <laughs> so during the whole Iran-Contra scandal. Like, there was a lot going on that, you know, needed to be yeah. said, I think, by uh, creative yeah. video game developers. There's a couple cages in that uh, level as well, which may say something about that, too. I don't oh, know. True, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, back to the Puppy Bounce minigame after the newspapers. Uh, I think. <laughs> That's the last time. No uh, matter what, I guess there's always puppies. Psycho has literally nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when you escape from a pit, he's just spending that whole time just collecting Gathering puppies. Yeah. Yeah. He finally walks all the way up to the final floor, and then you show up with a marshmallow each time. <laughs> <laughs> if only I'd gone five minutes sooner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next level really seems like someone was stoned when they wrote it. It was... Uh, stone and hungry specifically because it the background is a grill with two hamburgers just grilling on it and a couple like vegetables on the side nice. and you're running across piles of meat and potatoes and just other types of food and you're running away from a giant salt shaker and the soundtrack is like jamaican inspired music some reggae reggae very nice yeah okay yeah yeah uh the final boss on this stage is a slice of pizza <laughs> <laughs> pizza face does it have legs or is it just a slice i I didn't look it up i didn't think it was worth my time (laughs) (laughs) how are we supposed to pass the sats what the fuck dude (laughs) uh hamburger on grill is as pizza two legs Hmm? oven rack (laughs) two legs (laughs) stay away from the salt shaker and don't worry about a ting (laughs) so this is a condemnation of like the shitty diet of like united states fast food this is really this is the original activist game he wants you to lower your cholesterol um disconnect from corporate media basically awaken your third eye right exactly okay good put on a spacesuit that magically grants you an extra eye yes okay is that what it would do to a person when you put it on (laughs) presumably (laughs) No, that's what happened to the monkey for a head, dude. It just made a monkey grow on his head. Nice. <laughs> that's well, better. I mean, he could climb on the ceiling. It was better than what I can do. That's better because in- instead of having a third eye, you'd presumably have a second dick and balls. So way better. Oh, right? yeah. Mo- monkey dick and balls. Yeah, then you don't have to save the ammo for the face after the ass, right? <laughs> 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 holy shit <laughs> so the next and final level of earthworm gym 2 and the final level we're going to be talking about today is a running race with psycho 
Okay. So you've been racing him in his spaceship all through the first game, and now it's just time to hoof it right next to each other. Uh, so this is the cardio section. Change your diet. Don't consume corporate media. Exercise. Yeah. He- yep. And okay. uh, you run. Uh, it, like There's certain obstacles you have to whip down and stuff, but once you kind of know the path, it's not too hard. Uh, and you get to the end, and Psycho keels over, defeated. Uh, Princess, what's your face, has come back to life after being squished by a cow and she's there okay good for her she's, she's been the goal this whole time i forgot to mention i guess yeah. they just didn't kill her in the last one yeah you told you told us that she had died and now she's back it's that's a v- very jarring Pres- it's cartoon presumably presumably uh it's like a mary shelley's frankenstein's monster situation here where psycho resurrected her from the dead from pieces of other princesses oh <laughs> that makes sense well there's actually a solution that that might come up that that could explain it all so oh there. well if the, if you tell me that the game ends with her going out into an ice shelf and setting herself on fire i think i'm gonna take this point for myself thank you very much <laughs> spoilers no. for earthworm jim too yeah. <laughs> spoilers for mary shelley's frankenstein written in the 19th century <laughs> <laughs> fuck i've been trying to get through it i just don't have the time <laughs> So you get to the end. There's a there's a message across the screen saying, "Earth or, or Jim defeated Psycho and saved the princess. What's her name? Congratulations!" And the the screen behind fades to black, and you just see the three bodies of or not bodies, like I guess alive people of you, um, Princess What's Her Face, and killed over Psycho. And Princess What's Her Face unzips her whole face, and she's been a cow the whole time. Oh, because <laughs> a cow yeah. wouldn't be killed by a cow falling on it from low Earth orbit. That is true. Yeah, well, or true. they just replaced it with another cow to cover up what the first cow did. Kind of. Oh, thing. more dairy lobby conspiracies, huh? <laughs> just like Princess Diana. This yeah. makes so much yeah, sense. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it was then fucking next. weird when it came out that there was somebody, there was a cow walking around with her skin suit on. <laughs> princess die that was that was fucked this up. game's woke as fuck i get it they knew what was going on <laughs> and psycho looks up from the ground and he also unzips himself and he's been a cow this whole time oh shit dude yeah okay well now we're getting into like well that ex- far side territory that explains point. the puppies at least right <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. cows hate puppies uh i would assume uh, yeah. so well, that's the later part of the SAT. We did the turtle and the crow thing, but then the <laughs> yeah. cow and the puppy question yeah, that's later. It. It's it's uh, crow, it's worm, crow, turtle, puppy, cow is the yeah. way the chain goes. Right. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, Earthworm Jim does like a double take because everything he's been working towards has been cows this whole time. <laughs> uh, and up above like the screen where it says Earthworm Jim has defeated uh and rescued uh it switched to earthworm jim has defeated cow and rescued cow uh, <laughs> and then earthworm jim himself unzips and he's also been a cow and he's a cow fuck? beautiful beautiful that's, okay, and that's how the game ends is they've all been cows now really oh one twist in your game uh turning your protagonist into a salamander halfway through without any explanation is good but then also turning him into a cow at the end of the game as a secondary twist much better much better that's yeah. a- Literary masterpiece. <laughs> uh, so that's the end of Earthworm Jim uh, for the games. Like they did Game Boy ports. They did uh, PSP in development that never came out. Uh, they did a bunch of like attempts of trying to rerun the series, but really it just couldn't uh, like nail the transition from 2D to 3D, which is kind of why it died out. It's um, up to us. I'm telling you. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was delayed from like the first year of development for an additional two years before the 3D game came out. And then it was just bad. It was just worse than everything, even after three years. So 
Earthworm Jim didn't survive. But if you do want a more Earthworm Jim, you can go check out that cartoon. Uh, there's two seasons of it. It's supposed to be really well done. It's supposed to be funny. Um, I think if I can find it online, I might watch a couple episodes just to see what it's all about. And I've it, seen it like as a child. It's very strange. I have like some of the. There's Dan Castanella's Earthworm Jim, Evil Jim, the Hamster Nader, turns his eyelids inside out, boy. Jim's four brains, the Grim <laughs> Reaper, and Japis, the god of puns. Japist um, is a bad name for anything or anyone. Japius, I didn't enunciate. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a Toronto, yeah, yeah. Toronto uh, situation. Uh, yeah. There's Jim Cummings as Psycho, Bob the Killer, Goldfish, Johnny Dactyl, Walter, Xanter, Master of the Flying Toupee, the Sword of Righteousness, Phlegmopus, <laughs> the God Phlegmopus? of Mason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lore Back Pain Man. Oh, that's <laughs> me. That's me. <laughs> the Giant Fur Bearing Trout. Uh, okay. And Santa Claus. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Jim Cummings is great, though. Yeah. Uh, there's some other names uh, Edward Hibbert. Um, ben Stein as Rosebud, the Nameless Beast. Ben Stein of Win Ben Stein's Money Fame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, Andrea Martin's in there. There's like a bunch of really solid people. Cool. Uh, Kath Susie. There's, it looks like a, a fun show to watch. So if you are interested in this wacky world, I definitely recommend checking that out. Cool. And that's just about it for the Earthworm Jim uh, universe. Loved it. Very nice. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. If you like the show, leave us a review on your podcasting app or iTunes or just with your mom and cousin and uncles and friends. Just leave a review. Just scream it at your neighbor. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Whatever. exactly. Shout it from the rooftops, as it were. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, head to loreboys.com slash about. All our contact info is there. But maybe mo- uh, if it's urgent or if you really want to get in touch with us, uh, come to the Discord. Uh, there's a permanent link on the website to join. And uh, that's where we hang out the most. And that's where we do most of our fan service and interactions, things like that. Uh, you can find me at Ethan the Dead Man. Jamie, where can we find your earthwormy goodness? Uh, you can find me at loreboyspodcast at gmail.com. We have a mailbag episode coming up. So please, please, please send us some emails. If you have ever wanted to, we're going to have some holiday drinks in the next couple of weeks and go over these uh, emails and probably do another game of uh, who said that where we pull random quotes from our few years of episodes and our horrible memories don't let us remember <laughs> who said what. So <laughs> it ends up being really funny because there's a lot of good out of context quotes uh, that we have. So yeah, please send us some emails for that. Yeah. Uh, and Pete, you got anything you want to plug or talk about? Yeah. Uh, Lore Boys podcast on Instagram. If you want to uh, send us some messages or check out all the title cards and leave us likes on that. It's all very helpful. Um, there is a link on our, to our tea public, which is our merch on loreboys.com slash about. Um, if you just want to recommend something, do it in discord and I'll put it up within a couple of days. Basically, you don't even have to buy it, but if you think of, something would be a good thing to sell fucking do it uh we've put up a couple of suggestions recently that actually did well so it's always good um yeah that's about it tell your friends don't tell your parents because they will take away your ipod but uh that's uh that's basically it yeah look at our pictures yeah uh thanks again for listening everybody shout out to terry um our our top tier patron uh, on yes. patreon.com if you guys want to support the show financially and have us shout you out uh just leave us a leave us a couple bucks on patreon.com and we'll we'll give you a thank you whether on the episode or off the episode uh it's tbd I, as always 
I think Terry Tamer with that name, Terry Tamer, T-A-M-E-R, has a YouTube thing now too. So if you he want does, to check it, yeah. you can check. Oh out, yeah, check yeah, out yeah. Terry Take a look at that. Uh, yeah, we super appreciate the support from all of our patrons. Uh, it means the world that we're able to do this thing more or less for free. Uh, even make a couple extra bucks here and there to do stuff like maybe pay somebody to fix our horrible, horrible website, loreboys.com. Uh, <laughs> if you if you got opinions about it, you can let us know in the Discord. So head to loreboys.com slash about and uh, join the Discord from there. Uh, now, anybody who doesn't trust Patreon, of course, we always do offer uh, Loreboys Prime, our own personal service, uh, where we've, we've all been working pretty hard preparing for the SATs, trying to get uh, ourselves ready. But I don't let that take away from my personal projects. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm busy. I work full time. You know, I'm going to school for this SAT business. Uh, but I'm also working on earning that slug booty. You know what I mean? So I need your guys' support this month, okay? I'm not offering you guys very much back other than the opportunity to meet the slug booty once it's in place. Uh, but if you guys are willing to send $14.99 uh, to us, uh, you'll have a chance to, to interview with the slug booty once it's complete. Not the face. Yeah. Not the face. Oh, no. He- heavens no. No, uh, I'm, I'm much like the man in the iron mask in that I am stuck in an iron mask. Okay. <laughs> my face <laughs> and just for the exclusivity even jamie and i need to pay for access so this to is really like booty, a once yeah. In a, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity yeah. it's always been worth it to be honest yeah so. yeah i mean yeah. They're, they're seeing it half finished so really it's it's nowhere near the majesty it will be once i get those 1499s from you guys so yeah. uh, we were more than half finished by the time we left though, i'll tell you that yeah, uh, I won't go back. I won't be able to handle the finished product. I'm not lying. So, so grab, uh, grab 1,499 pennies, uh, put them in a bucket, put that bucket on a board, put the board on a lever, and then drop a cow onto the other end of the board to launch that $14.99 to us uh, as soon as you can. <laughs> and I think that would constitute lore a boys. lore boys. A lore boys out. 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 My name's James. Is that your D and D like plot or something? Where did that come from? No, He's still the Lindbergh baby. Yeah, exactly. Peter gets uh, it. Pe- I don't know what a Lindbergh is. Peter's seen film before. It was uh, yeah. That's the the plot of the Orient Exp- Murder on the Orient Express. Is that the Christmas movie? No, you're thinking of Polar Express. Christmas movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For Tom Hanks has to solve who killed all those ugly kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the episode. It's, nobody, nobody needs to know. It's Murder on the Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs>